You're listening to Sunnyside Up, a B2B podcast that brings together real-world insights to help go-to-market professionals evolve and stay up-to-date on the latest trends. Join us as we bring you the best practices and proven techniques from industry experts and practitioners. Today's episode is made possible by Demandbase. Demandbase is transforming the way B2B companies go to market by enabling customers to embrace modern digital sales and marketing with a complete end-to-end suite of products. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Sunnyside Up. I'm your host, Nitesh. Today, I'm super excited to talk to Tim Downs on moving from IC to leading client sales team. Tim. I'm really excited to talk to you. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I think this is my first foray into uh, into podcasts. I'm excited to be here and, and looking forward to our discussion. Likewise, Tim. Tim, before we move to our topic today, would you like to give a quick introduction about yourself to our audience? Absolutely. So I started my career always in sales, started in the infrastructure, IT infrastructure, hardware, um, networking equipment eventually moved into software sales, where I spent a few years working as a AE at Oracle, selling ERP technology, on-premise software, and from there moved into my current organization, SAP Concur, where I now lead three client sales teams as a senior sales director. Wow. Tell us a little bit in detail about your journey, like where you started and how did you end up being at uh, Concur? Sure. Sure. Yeah. So I guess my foray into sales came at Oracle. Uh, it was about 10 years ago. As many other, I think, tech sales leaders have started, I started as a BDR at Oracle for their enterprise sales organization. And I truly feel like the SDR, BDR role is one of the most difficult, but probably one of the most rewarding jobs to have early on in your sales career. For me, you know, back then, This was also a time when there was no sales engagement tools like outreach or some of the other tools that are available to optimize your motions. And I spent the majority of my days making about a hundred dials into senior level executives across all lines of business. And it really was a, you know, a trial by fire to learn how to operate at the executive level and bring quickly bring value as such. So we can move from initial conversation into opportunity. And that also gave me an opportunity to work with several very seasoned longtime sales executives that had worked at Oracle for several years that I was able to gain some great mentorship from and ultimately allowed me to quickly transition into an AE role where myself was selling large enterprise deals to net new logos within some manufacturing and, and ENC organizations at my time at Oracle. And from there, you know, I was, I was prompted, I think, through just my network, my, my network of colleagues and, and people that I had met at Oracle to actually make a move into the SMB space and move over to the SaaS world where I joined Concur, selling Concur technology there. So my first few years at Concur, I was an individual contributor, carried a bag, and was working with our clients in the client sales organization and ultimately ended up moving from a individual contributor role into a leadership role. That's an awesome journey, Tim, I must tell you. So how has the transition been moving into leadership role from an IC role? It's been amazing. Early on in my sales career at Concur especially, I didn't think that leadership was going to be the path for me. At least initially, I thought that I was going to be carrying a bag for quite some time. It was fun at Concur in the SMB space. It's a high velocity sales role. So you're constantly feeling, you know, that, that feeling you get from, from closing deals. 
and I was traveling quite a bit to see clients. But my posture, I think, changed over time when I began to see myself elevated by the leaders into more of a team lead role at Concur. I would be helping out with special pilot projects, mentoring several reps, giving sales strategy presentations during team meetings and, and our annual sales kickoffs. And I slowly began to see the impact I was having on the broader organization, as well as financially for a lot of the reps that I was working with. And ultimately realized that I think leadership, building teams and coaching is, is definitely the path I wanted to go down as I got into it further and was able to, um, through uh, my first leader I had when I was a seller at Concur, also hired me as one of their first leaders under them when they became a senior director. So that really gave me my first opportunity to, uh, to get into a, a leadership role, leadership capacity. Wow. You know, Tim, being an individual contributor, then moving into a leadership role, I want to know, how do you define what success looks like? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I definitely want to answer that question. And, and even before I get into that, you know, for me, as, as I think back also to just getting ready for that leadership role from an individual contributor, you know, I, I didn't think that maybe I didn't really know what I was getting into. And I think what I will say, you know, in my experience, the number one advice I'd give to new leaders that I've seen is just to dive in head first and really just develop an ability to build trust with your teams. That for me, I think coming in, I had some credibility. One accolades as the top, the top contributor within SAP Concur. And so I had credibility going into the role. However, building that trust early on was really for me the key to, to forging a bond with the teams. And when it's there, it really afforded everyone the opportunity, radically candid with each other, which I also feel is paramount to driving the business forward as well. Um, and without trust, I've, I've seen several different teams w across organizations that I've been in resist change, ignore coaching, dismiss praise, and really just ultimately remain the same as they've always been. Interesting. So something to, you know, kind of think about with trust as well is yeah, in order to build that trust, I think you really need to have a clear grasp on what I'd call a three C's, which would be character, competence, and, and chemistry, and, and really embody each of those with your team. Character, of course, meaning do what you say you're going to do. Competence is all about the quality of the work you do. And, and chemistry is just your ability to connect with others. So for me, when I was moving from a top performing individual contributor to a leadership role, you know, my, my first thought was maybe I wanted to become that super rep and continue to be the main voice in my deals. But, but quickly, early on, I realized that that's going to be the fastest way to eliminate trust between the reps that I was just on the same team with. What I realized is moving into more of that, that role where trust is being built and it's more of a servant leadership role. And, you know, I'm just there to, to really support them in what they do. That, that really helped, I think, forge that bond quickly and allow us to then start to co-create and really have an opportunity to then take the, the vision that our senior lip, senior leadership is, is putting together for the organization and, and really bring that to my team bring that vision connectivity back to the team and help them execute on that vision. And letting uh, information about teamwork, how you can individually contribute and motivate and work as a team as well. An interesting question here coming to my mind. What is Mamba mentality? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's funny you ask that because that's my mantra that I've used with my team ever since I started in leadership. And we're one day when we're having this filming right now, one day past Kobe Day, Kobe Bryant, and, you know, Kobe donned this mantra and, you know, it really means, and, and what he was thinking about when he said this was, it's a constant quest to be the best version of oneself. And for me, you know, 
where this mantra really holds true is is one of my pillars um, that I always have had with my teams from the beginning is to have a growth mindset. And I think Mamba mentality embodies having a growth mindset. And for me growing up, I played basketball all throughout high school. And Kobe was always that, that idol for me. He's, he's just stuck out as someone who was so passionate and always had that will to be the absolute best version of himself. I always embodied that as an individual contributor. And that's something with growth mindset. Really what you see is, you know, that idea, the growth mindset idea, through that, you're really able to just continue to hit adversity and stay resilient through that, which is something that I think is, is just so important for every sales team. So what does growth mindset mean in regard to uh, how you think about culture? Yeah, you know, growth mindset, it stems from the idea that your basic qualities are things that you can cultivate through your efforts. And when I think about this in relation to culture, I would look to find correlations within the sales organization where leadership didn't operate with the growth mindset versus teams where growth mindset was in abundance. You know, for the majority of my career, I've, I've actually been pretty blessed to work for and, and have several mentors that have embodied growth mindset. And in turn, it's pushed me to embrace this for myself and my teams. And an example of this would be when I think back to last year in my first year leading one of our field sales teams and, and seeing our typical sales motions turned upside down from selling face-to-face, which we had been doing, to the new environment where everyone had to sell virtually in our new environment. And also, by the way, last year, you know, of course, we're selling travel and expense management in a time where no one was traveling or submitting expense report. So we really had to reinvent our motions, really had to come together and think about, okay, if our expense report volumes are down for our customers, how else can we come back to them and bring them value? And, and no longer look at this as a roadblock, but look at this as an opportunity to reinvent ourselves and think of new ways to bring value to our customers because we still are a highly valuable solution to their organizations. We just need to think about new ways to how they can use our tool and how they envision using our tool. Um, so that was huge in, in using that message with the team last year and they really bought into it. Ultimately, we came out of that year stronger than ever before and, and still ended up having a very successful year in 2020. Great, great insights there. What should be someone's mindset as they're about to move into sales leadership? What should be their thinking? Absolutely. Coming from an individual contributor and moving into leadership, you know, I'm a firm believer in the upside down triangle or servant leadership, as I think it's also referred to. It's very easy to want to continue to do what made you successful as an individual contributor. Unfortunately, that's, that's really not going to align with the new role where you need to come in and, and you need to build that trust. And you need to really ensure that you're meeting people where they are. You need to understand what is important to them. And you also need to help them fail forward, right? Fail fast and fail forward. Uh, learning to fail forward, it's a skill which requires us to view failure as a necessary part of learning. You just have to be, like the lottery says, you have to be in it to win it if you want to succeed and, and you need to be prepared to fail. So after understanding what went wrong, you can refocus and, and try another approach. So really by embracing that failure as a new leader, you can become resilient. So all of these things are just super important as you transition into that sales leadership role from, a, from an individual contributor. Thank you so much for putting light on the journey of an individual contributor to sales leader. You know, I think this was really fascinating for our audience. 
to have a listen to if someone is trying to move from individual contributor to a sales leadership. So it was very uh, helpful. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity here to, to chat. It was great connecting. Absolutely. Tim, do you want to give a shout out to anyone within your network who you think should be a part of this podcast? Sure. Yeah. I'd love to shout out some of my mentors, Ryan Apps, VP of Sales at Concur, Ben Brewer, Chief Revenue Officer at Nintex, a couple of the mentors that uh, that I'd love to, to shout out for, for their support. That would be great. Thank you for being on our show, Tim. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Sunnyside Up. If you liked what you heard, please rate and review us and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube and Demand Based TV.